Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. But let's, let's have this little chat, shall we? I know every March, when we start heading into March Madness, uh, a lot of commercials, whether it's radio, television, whether it's any kind of marketing on social media or website or, or banners uh, you know, along the highway, whatever it is, everything be, has like a bracket type of theme, right? So all of these bracket type of things begin to emerge during this time of the year to take advantage of the, well, the madness that is March. It's obviously March Sadness right now with no NCAA tournament, but a lot of brands and organizations are taking advantage of the bracket theme. And the one thing that the Cincinnati Reds have done, which really sparked my interest, was, the, was of course, the all-time favorite tournament, the all-time fan favorite tournament for your Cincinnati Reds in the past and current. And it's interesting because I'm hearing a lot of people say, well, this, the results of this are all skewed because it's social media. Uh, a lot of this is Twitter-based. So on Twitter, you have a younger generation. That's true. I agree with you. But you can make that argument on only a few of these results because there are other results where I'm scratching my head. This is a segment that I definitely wish uh, I could go back and forth with Schlemmer on because I know that he would find a lot of these results interesting. And I would love to figure out what his thought would be on some of these as well. But I will say this. Here's your final four. Your final four. Okay, so they have a bracket. Shay, how many total? I have the bracket in front of me. I just don't feel like counting at the moment. Um, it looks like 32. 32. I think I see so, on, yeah, I think I see eight in each quadrant. So 32. <clears throat> so they did the uh, the round of 32. So 32 of the most popular Reds players throughout its history, which as many as you think you can name, I can't tell. Is there anyone that's not on this list that you could think of, Shay? I'm not talking about in the final four right now, but just right off the bat. I, um, no maybe. one. No, I think they got pretty much everyone. You could think of maybe um, some of the, not, um, I guess, Billingham or some of the pitchers from the uh, Big Red Machine era, but they really got all the main guys. I mean, they even got guys like Cesar Geronimo and Griffey Sr., guys that weren't the big names on that list but were still the likable guys. So I think they did a good job hitting on almost everyone, really, um, even getting some of the really older uh, Reds players and like Klazuski and some of those guys. Exactly, and now that's why we're taking a look at this uh, round of 32 all-time fan favorite tournament for the Reds, and it's 32 players right now, and uh, the final four. If I would have told you to guess the final four players that would be in the final four for the most popular you know, fan favorite of all time, Pete Rose would have to be there. There's no doubt about it. This isn't a conversation about Pete's off-field, off-the-field discretions because that's never been a part of the equation to begin with. Yeah. Like I, I love when people say they're trying to justify this now and saying, "Oh, well, Votto, you're, you know, well, Pete Rose. I'm sorry, Pete Rose is struggling in this popularity contest now because of his off-the-field issues." Folks, Pete Rose, the more off-the-field issues that he has had, the more his following has almost just bonded to him tighter. So I don't think that that's actually the case. I don't really agree with a lot of these results, but again, it's the fans partaking in this vote. Your final four does not include Pete Rose, and that is crazy to me. Okay, when you think about all the big names out there in Reds history, Pete Rose is the guy that right away, like if you had to go through every Major League Baseball franchise and associate a name with a franchise, whether you like him or love him, 
there's only one name that resonates with baseball fans across the entire country, and that is Pete Rose. Mm -hmm. Joey Votto, no. Joey Votto does resonate with Reds fans. I do not think that Joey Votto is one of the ten most popular players in Major League Baseball, much less one of the top four most popular players in this franchise's history, to be honest with you, but that's up for debate. So 457-9464. Here is the final four for the all-time fan favorite tournament for the Cincinnati Reds, the all-time favorite Reds favorite players. All of these are results of Twitter, correct? No Facebook, just Yeah, Twitter. I don't believe it was on Facebook or Instagram. I think it's a Twitter so it's just a Twitter thing. So there are limitations to this, but I think it does paint an interesting picture. Your final four features Barry Larkin versus Joey Votto and Johnny Bench versus the Nasty Boys. Barry Larkin, no, that's a name you expect mm -hmm. to be there. Johnny Bench, that's a name that you expect to be there. The Nasty Boys, I don't have an issue with you them being argue. there. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it's matchup based of who they ended up being squared up against in this bracket. But Joe Morgan should be in this final four. Yes. Like, if you want to talk about the four most popular Reds of all time, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, and this should speak to the fact that I'm not being a millennial here because all of these names, I didn't get to watch any of these players play. Mm -hmm. But Barry Larkin, Johnny Bench, Pete Rose, I mean, and who am I missing? Joe, Joe Morgan. Morgan. Joe Morgan, Pete Rose, Barry Larkin, Johnny Bench. Those are the four yeah. most popular names, and maybe I'm overlooking somebody, but... I don't agree with the Nasty Boys being here, and I definitely don't agree with this Final Four featuring Joey freaking Votto. And I'm I'm 20 years old. I mean, I've grown up with Joey Votto as, like, the Reds player in my time, and even I, I mean, I would pick the exact same Final Four that you picked. Joe Morgan, Johnny Bench, Barry Larkin, and Pete Rose. Those are the four names that when you think of Reds baseball, those are the first four that pop in my head. I'm sorry, as much as I like Joey Votto, he's not one of the four guys that pops in my head when I think about the history of the Cincinnati Reds. I think... If you had to, I think the Nasty Boys are probably right at that 5-6 range that you could argue, and I'd also throw in maybe like Griffey Jr., even though he didn't have great numbers, he was still a fan favorite. But We'll, we'll bring you back on in a moment, Shay. I want to hear how you finish that, but 457-9464. And I know this is just a social media, uh, you know, just a little fun thing to be. Yeah, no Eric Davis, no Pete Rose. This is a farce. Larry, our friend Larry from Milano, is giving us a shout-out here on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter, he says, no Eric Davis, no Pete Rose. This is a farce. I agree. I agree, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation today. Again, if you're just tuning in, it's the Justin Kinner Show, and uh, we're talking about the, the Cincinnati Reds little Twitter uh, tournament bracket that they have put out, the all-time Reds fan favorite tournament. Your final four features Barry Larkin versus Joey Votto and Johnny Bench versus the Nasty Boys. Now, if you end up having a final of Barry Larkin versus Johnny Bench, I'm completely okay with that. I'm not okay with the justification of the previous matchup, the Elite Eight matchup, if that's what you want to call it, of Pete Rose versus Joey Votto. Pete Rose versus Joey Votto had Joey Votto come out on top over Pete, and I have a hard time putting a lot... I, I just don't buy that. I don't see that. I don't. Um, the Another name, you know, especially because Joey Votto also beat out Joe Morgan in the round before that. Joey Votto is not more popular than Joe Morgan, and he's definitely not more popular than Pete Rose. And the fact that, and Shay, you shared this about Barry Larkin right now. What are the percentages? I haven't even checked the update. Larkin, Larkin is up right now uh, pretty 53-47 uh, over Votto, so there's still 18 hours left on that, but he's got a decent lead right now. Johnny Bench is going to the finals. He's up 84-16 to 16 right now on the Nasty Boys. I just don't think the Nasty Boys should have been there. Let me look at where the Nasty, you know, Veda Pinson, by the way, uh, and Di Scafani. Veda Pinson beat out Di Scafani. The Nasty Boys beat out Ken Griffey Sr. 
I, by the way, I think the only group of guys, the Nasty Boys, I think the only group is the Nasty Boys, so that's mm -hmm. interesting to me. Tony Perez beats out Adam Dunn. Okay, Frank Robinson beats out Lorenzen. See, that's what I mean by Lorenzen shouldn't be on that list. I also see... Yeah, it's I'm just a weird way that they put it together because they made it very easy for the Nasty Boys to get to the Final Four, but they put a guy who's as popular a Cincinnati kid like Ken Griffey Jr., and he has to go up against Johnny Bench in the third round, which as much as Reds fans love Griffey Jr., you can't not vote for Johnny Bench. So Griffey just really had a tough draw. I'm just curious why they kind of set it up the way they did where they, they made A. Eugenio Suarez kind of like a one seed. And as much yeah. as I love A. Eugenio Suarez, it's just a weird place to put a lot of guys. And and again, you have Corky Miller in this too. Eric Davis beats out Corky Miller to go up against Eugenio Suarez. Eric Davis beats Suarez. I'm not against Eric Davis. I guess I need to see a little bit more of Suarez, but Suarez, what, the performance that he's been able to put in back-to-back -back years and the expectations that we had for him heading into this year, I don't even know about that. Now, again, maybe I'm getting... an extremely likable dude. Maybe I'm getting too caught up in the fact of the on-field production versus the popularity. Again... I still pick Pete Rose over Votto in a, in a production standpoint. I mean, you have the hit king versus the walk king. I'm sorry, but give me the hit king any day at that point. So, very interesting. Barry Larkin versus Joey Votto. Johnny Bench versus the Nasty Boys. That's your final four. Four five seven nine four six four. Do you agree with this? Not really poll. I guess, I mean, it's poll-based, but this bracket that the Reds have put out on Twitter, I'm going to retweet it now. Give me a follow on Twitter, at 1410Kenner, K-I-N-N-E-R, or you can also find me on Facebook. I shared it on Facebook as well for you to take a look at the bracket. But there is no way that Joey Votto, and Joey Votto had probably the toughest draw on this bracket. Joey Votto had to go up against Mario Soto, which, again, Votto over Soto, I don't have an issue with. But Votto over Joe Morgan? No, that should have been the demise of jo Joey Votto right there. You know, and then you would have had potentially Joe Morgan versus Pete Rose, which I don't like that bracket that meeting right there. That would have been tough. I think that you know, I anyone who would have come out of the Joe Morgan Pete Rose battle, I would have been okay with. But I, I have. There's no way that Joey Votto, from a popularity standpoint, there's no way that Joey Votto is more popular than. Pete Rose or Joe Morgan, but yet here he is. Again, he's 6% behind Barry Larkin at this point, so we'll see how this goes moving forward. But 457-9464, let's go to Tony in Beaver Creek. What up, Tony? How are you, man? Hey, what's up? You guys have a good weekend? Absolutely. Yourself? Oh, great. I'm still alive. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there we go. This is, this is the same thing that ESPN did with the greatest college basketball players, and Zion Williams was in the top four. This, it, it, they skew it the way they want it to fit, Nasty Boys is a one-year wonder. King Griffey Jr., all the years, not that I'm a fan of his, but all the years they had these kind of like things going on, he was always one of the top people uh, as a, one of the fan favorites. So I, I agree with you. I think it's the way they skewed it and put the people in the brackets. I think, the, I think if you took all the po most popular Reds and you played them out there and told people to pick their four, this would be a completely different Final Four. It wouldn't be what they got now. Yeah, and, and again... No, I completely agree with you. I don't like the some of the matchups just automatically eliminate some who would have probably had been kind of been in the final conversation. But to pit Joey Votto versus Joe Morgan in the second round and Joey Votto versus Pete Rose in the Elite Eight, for one, like I said, there's just no way Votto is not more popular than either of those two. In fact, the biggest complaint about Votto not even three years ago was that he was unlikable by fans because of the way he treated fans outside of Reds games. So, and then because he makes a couple stupid, goofy commercials, all of a sudden Reds fans are drooling over him. Give me a break. I just I don't buy into the Joey Votto stuff. That, I just don't. That's me and you. Me and you are, are sports people who, who sees beyond the hype and all that. We're looking at people for numbers and how they act and all that. 
and you get these kids and these younger generations love to see what they put out. These kids are on these athletes are on social media and what they do, and they base their their uh, who they like for what these guys, other guys do. That's why the NBA likes to roll. Me, I'm like you. I want to see what have you done for me lately as far as numbers, games won, and that's what I'd be basing my 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 final four on is what have they done for the team to help the team win. But you know, the kids don't like that. It's not flashy enough. So, and I'm with you. And, and here's the other counter argument to that too. Someone said, "Well, you know, you look at social media, Twitter. Uh, a lot of younger people use Twitter, and a lot of younger people are going to have more recency bias when it comes to Joey Votto." Well, that would make sense, but at the same time, I, I just I, I don't know. Like I said, even common sense would tell you you can't pick Joey Votto over that. Then if that's the case too, Brandon Phillips would have been picked over Barry Larkin because you know what I mean. Like that. that right. if, if we're going to say younger people are making these decisions, because Brandon Phillips was more of a fan favorite to Cincinnati than Joey Votto was. We're not talking Absolutely. about talent. We're talking about the fan favoritism uh, amongst fans at this, in this conversation. But yeah, right. and if, if there was a recency bias, then Eugenio Suarez would have beat out Eric Davis. And they have Eric Davis going over Suarez. So I don't agree. I don't like when people try to dumb down millennials and say, oh, it's a recency bias. No, I just think that, I don't know, some of this is skewed. There's no way that Joey Votto is more popular than Joe Morgan <laughs> or Pete Rose. No way. Not buying it. We're just we're just a couple old men stay up the lawn and uh, remember as he's playing. Kids nowadays have no idea. He, all he owns a Honda dealership on 75. That's all I know, Joe Morgan. He, he's got to say, <laughs> well, I got to see him play from day one. And it's and, and to see those guys play, and I can think of a you know ten fifteen other Reds I would put on there, but I've got to watch them since the early seventies. So it's, it's a little different for me than these kids nowadays. I mean, they never got to see some of the great. And though it's it, like you, you weren't even born in nineteen ninety. You didn't get to see the Reds win a World Series. I, I saw that. I saw the National Boys and Eric Davis when he swung the bat and broke it on, missed a pitch and broke it on his back. That was awesome to see that kind of stuff that year went on. That was what made them uh, Billy Hatcher, another great player. There was a lot of great fan favorites back then. We've been in such a drought for so long. The rest, these kids doesn't really get to know to see what what you know the fan favorites in, other than you know Brandon Phillips and some of those ones like that. They haven't got to see how some of these players have been. So, all right, well, thanks for taking my call. Anytime, Tony. Take care. Great hearing from you. You too. All right, four five seven nine four six four. The other thing to keep in mind too, like the Nasty Boys getting to this final four again. If you're just tuning in, the Cincinnati Reds put out the all-time Reds fan favorite tournament, and uh, all of these results are stemming from Twitter and social media. Uh, and they had all of these matchups, around a thirty-two matchups. Like uh, you know, right now. Uh, Eugenio Suarez against Cesar Geronimo in the first round. Suarez comes out on top. Eric Davis versus Corky Miller. Eric Davis comes out on top. Like These are all the matchups, and they're stemming and leading to this Final Four. We'll find out what less than 18 hours what the championship would look like, and it's most likely going to be Barry Larkin versus Johnny Bench, which is fine. You get a result that's not going to be terrible, uh, but when you start reading between the lines, Joey Votto being voted as more popular than Joe Morgan as an all-time fan favorite? No. No. Uh, Joey Votto being voted as more of a fan favorite over Pete Rose, beating Pete Rose in the head-to-head? No. There's no way. Now, those are the results, so I can't argue them, because they are, apparently. Um, but I just I don't understand that. Also, the Ken Griffey Jr. being knocked out. I know that we didn't get the, the Ken Griffey of great. I completely get that when you're talking about Cincinnati. But from a popularity standpoint, Ken Griffey still, uh, his popularity was through the roof, man. Like, his popularity was through the roof. So, with that being said, putting Ken Griffey in a bracket where he had to go up against Johnny Bench right off the bat 
was kind of tough. If you were to put Ken Griffey Jr. in the bracket at the bottom where the Nasty Boys were, if Joey Votto or if Ken Griffey Jr. had to go up against, uh, you know, at this point, oh, Ken, that's Ken, yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. versus Ken Griffey Sr., that's a tough one right there. I think senior still or uh, junior comes out on top just because of the the mass appeal that uh, ju- the junior had compared to senior. But then Ken Griffey versus Veda Pinson. Obviously, Ken Griffey would, would move on from there. Ken Griffey versus Tony Perez. It'd be tight. It'd be close. But I still think Griffey would get that nod. So it's all about where they were placed in this bracket that kind of screwed over some. Joey Votto, though, should have been buried way early. He should not have got past Joe Morgan. Definitely should not have got past Pete Rose. You're listening to the Justin Kinner Show right here on Dayton's ESPN radio station and Dayton's home of the Reds, 1410 Wing AM. We'll pick up with more of this conversation on the other side. We'll go matchup by matchup and see how many of these that the voters got right and how many of these that the voters technically got wrong. We have that coming up. Plus, we'll have a little bit of our interview that we had, of course, uh, with Austin Ward from Letterman Row, we talked about the Buckeyes' dominance on the recruiting trail. A couple interesting notes that he had about the Buckeyes' path moving forward. After that interview, of course, the Buckeyes struck gold again on Friday night, so we'll have some of that interview coming your way. Plus, we'll also talk about the possibility of college football starting in the summer. That's all coming up over the next few hours. Don't go anywhere. More of the Justin Kinner Show next.